0: Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent!
1: So, right at the Scarlet Hall, in 17 days until Animal Crossing, I'm Slide Whistle. I am Immunization.
2: And I'm Aaron, Fire Mage Extraordinaire and Horrid Punching Bag, and I'm actually a little worried i was thinking about it today dnr may only have two more episodes left before i lose all of you to the animal crossing void
1: yeah you better be fucking worried because i just got my animal crossing amiibo cards in the mail yes i went out on ebay or i guess amazon and i found my favorite villagers and i bought their cards for like ten dollars because i am a hack who'd you
3: buy you're lucky that yours came where the fuck is kurt huh
1: so, um, yes, I, so we, we, bought three cards and, uh, Rasher, the, the little redskin pig with the scar for his eyeball cube, everyone's favorite GameCube penguin. And then we bought Kurt, but apparently the seller doesn't like immune and they decided not to send Kurt. He's been in like transit hell for two weeks. So. Ugh.
3: Yeah, every day it updates saying that it's supposed to be arriving that day, but it doesn't. So I don't know when I'm going to ever see my see my bear friend.
2: Maybe the mailman took it. They're like, you know what? I like Kurt. <laughs> maybe I'll <laughs> steal this one for little Jerry.
1: Yeah, so I guess you better figure out what you're going to do uh, when we get stuck into the void. That is Animal Crossing New Horizons.
2: Uh, Maybe I'll just go hire lookalikes. Or, I guess, sound-alikes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they can look whatever the fuck they want to. This isn't really WoW-related, but I do want to talk just a little itty-bitty bit about a Battlegrounds update for Hearthstone. Because the dragons they added fucking suck. Don't fucking pick dragons. If you pick dragons, you're just gonna fucking lose. Never go all dragons.
3: I have won with dragons once and it was when I stumbled my way to the late game and was able to do a divine shield strat with the dragons. But I just feel
1: like right now feels like I am more successful when I do literally any other tribe. If you don't get divine shield dragons, it's a trap bail and just force demons and win every game. That's all I've been doing now. And I've been beating up the fucking dragon nerds who think it's going to work because I was in your dragon shoes. And then I lost 800 rating playing fucking dragons don't do it aaron do you have any thoughts on, uh, on the dragon's tribe in battlegrounds or hearthstone
2: uh i've forsaken hearthstone ever since i had my mountain troll mind controlled and it took me out after i buffed him to be a 30 <laughs> 30 so i've given up after that it's all a foreign language to me here
1: Listen, you can never forget the Hearthstone tournament that you almost won. You were, you were so close. I, d-
2: I definitely didn't win, though, but I was going for, like, third. And it was, in fact, that tournament where <laughs> the other Aaron mind-controlled me and ruined my chances. I had to go drink plenty of vodka waters after that.
1: <laughs> I would say Aaron, the other Aaron, is probably one of our, like... Not least gaming friends, but because we game so much, he might end up being one of our least gaming friends. And he still talks about that when did this day, Aaron? He was like, "Remember when does, I beat Aaron does in Hearthstone?" He really? Yeah. So fuck like,
2: th- fuck <laughs> that kid.
1: It's because I was playing Hearthstone. He's like, "Oh, you playing Hearthstone?" Hey, remember when I uh, when I beat Aaron in Hearthstone in that tournament? Ha ha. He said,
2: <laughs> "He doesn't remember. I beat him like six to zero the night before online. I don't know." He got a lucky break, that kid, but it was enough to end my career.
1: I mean, it's never too late. Austin's playing. If Austin can play, then you can still get in there. I see him and Matt playing Battlegrounds every now and then. And Battlegrounds is actually very easy, and it costs zero monies. It's free! Ooh,
2: well, I have 70,000 other games, but maybe I can slip it in
1: there. Slippage, slippage, slippage.
2: If you say slippage one more time...
1: Slippage, slippage, slippage.
2: We've really been slacking on our Hey (laughs) Arnold references. That used to be a cornerstone of this audio program. I'm glad that we were able to get one in there.
1: Let's fucking bring it back. Bring back Hey Arnold References 2020. We are, in fact, a Hey Arnold podcast, so I don't know what happened here.
2: <sighs> it's it's the new year. It confuses all of us, but I'm glad we're starting March out, and we're back on the ball. It's Hey Arnold all the time now.
1: I'm going to be a real stoop kid, and I'm going to leave my stoop. And I'm going to lead us into what we did in WoW this week, bitches. Uh, Aaron, that's a lie. Aaron, you're going to start it off with what we did in WoW this week.
2: Well, I was finally able to finish my big project. And I said, yes, finally. Nothing but glorious computer time. Mm-hmm. And I sat there stewing in my juices for days, just
1: playing. <laughs> Did it feel good?
2: It felt great, except that looking back, it's not like I really accomplished anything big. I was just like, yes, old doom dailies every day. The biggest thing that happened was Cubbybub and I continued our adventures into the old raids of the Burning Crusade because those are the only ones that'll actually help her and that she's leveled up to do. And we just decided to do a bunch of them because a bunch are like, one or two bosses.
1: What was your least favorite run of all these dungeons?
2: Um, my least favorite was not the toughest, but Gruel's whatever is
1: Lair. I think it's Lair.
2: Yeah, Gruul's Lair. Yeah, Gruel's Lair. Well, I may come in here. I'm talking here. Well, you know what? I might as well since we're talking about it, and then I'll come back 38 <laughs> minutes later. I'm pulling my time warp.
1: Oh no, that was a good idea. All these early time warps, these episodes, damn. Because my brain was thinking about other ones it could be.
2: (laughs) Well, for this week's time warp, I am going to ask you to name me all of the old raids from Burning Crusade.
1: Oh God! Are you ready? Wait. So it's just it's, it raids, not dungeons, right?
2: Just raids. Okay. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Yeah.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, okay. sir. Okay.
2: Three, two, one, go. Black cool Temple.
3: Slayer. Black um, Temple. Blackwing Descent. Um. Blackwing. Rock Depths. Right, I don't even know if these are BC or not, but I'm just gonna keep going. The um,
1: Sunwell. Sunwell Plateau. Uh, is I'm the thinking, eye I'm thinking.
3: This one? Is that one of them? That's
1: a dungeon. Black Temple well, the Sunwell. I'm f- ooh, ooh, thinking oh, think about god, the oh one god. where it's Kel'Thuzad oh at the god. end. Is that called that? I don't know. Oh my god. It's in the caverns of time. It's in the caverns of time. There's like uh, eight of them. Um Archimonde destroys the tree. What's it fucking called? War of the ancients? War of the ancients, I think I don't- I think Time. I think, is that one of it Oh, it's oh, the one no. in Hyjal, right? Oh, no.
2: So, <laughs> I was like, no. this is way too easy. The two of you actually tied. <laughs> <laughs> so, Immune got Black Temple. He was the first one to say it. And the eye is, in fact, a raid.
3: Hell, yeah. That's the one I've been trying to farm Ashes of
1: Alar on. Fuck.
2: And Slide Whistle... Got Sunwell Plateau and Gruul's Lair.
1: (laughs) Thank God for that fucking early gimme.
3: Well, how are we going to break this tie?
2: Well, I will say that I was tickled pink to find out that one of these, actually more of them might, but particularly Serpent Serpent Shrine Cavern has a secret boss. On the count of three... I'm going to ask you how you summon that secret boss. One okay. two three.
3: Okay, so is this the, hear me out. Is this the one where you kill the other two dragons on the other one? Like on the bone pile? Nope. I don't know what I was thinking of then.
1: <laughs> um is this the one where you have to um, swim up into uh, daddy's cummies and <laughs> scoop up as much of a semen as you can No, nope, it's in the middle of
2: Serpent Shire It's on some water
1: Is this the one with the crocodile? No <laughs> Do I have to throw meat into a pool? What do
2: you do in
1: water? You swim, you swim, you <laughs> dive, you, 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 do, you uh, go
3: underwater into a secret passageway no, and come onto it. What, what
1: do you do with water? You it's drown. You drink it's it, you drink it, you drink it. You drink the water. Drink the water, drink the water.
3: You fish up this boss. Oh, yes, fuck, you fish yes, it up?
2: Yes, immune, no! immune, got it. The lurker from below is in the center <laughs> of the central chamber of Serp- or Serpent Shrine Cavern, and you have to fish it up.
3: I, what? I've never even heard of this. <laughs> did you Did you and Cubby Bob do it?
2: Yes, I looked at it, and I was like, there's no boss here. And I looked online, and it's like, you have to go to this weird central platform and then fish it up. And I was like, oh, really? Immune, you get the time warp. Woo woo!
1: I want to make an argument here. If you're going to be going through someone's cummies, isn't that kind of fishing? Like, you're kind of casting a rod? Like, there's some kind of connection there, right? Hmm. Hmm. there's gotta be some like bonus points or something like maybe take a half shot or something no i it sounds like you're just the only one taking it all right well i'm gonna take a real ass shot at daddy's cummings over here i haven't had to do this in a very long time
2: i took advantage of the situation and i'm just drinking tea tonight
1: Ooh, look at you look at what kind of tea is it is it gray's earl tea also what even is mm-hmm. gray's earl tea
2: you know your cousin Earl from, like, the television show? My name is it's, Earl? It, yeah, it's, it's him, but he's in grayscale, like he's an old Flesher cartoon. And he screams at you, but he's a 1920s cartoon. So you just see a little text bubble that says, help me there, chum. And he cries. He cries because he's stuck in this hell world. And you bottle up those tears, and that's Earl Grey tea.
1: As long as Crab Man is there, I don't even care. Okay, here we go. I'm taking this shot live on air. I don't know how it's going to go. I'm a barf. Oh, wow, okay. Nope, pretty easy. Ugh.
3: I, I shivered as you took it, because I was like, ugh.
1: Tonight, I'm drinking Svedka, imported Swedish vodka, from, oh, distilled five times. Not from anywhere, it's in Sweden. Yeah, I was going to say, it's, it, it's, it's, it's n- Swedish. It's not, from,
2: it's not from anywhere, it just materialized. I saw a bright flash of light, and through a portal, it was there.
1: It was smooth, but it's burning now. Okay, finish talking about what you did, what's your favorite, illness favorite, raids were? It was Cubby Bub.
2: Okay. So my favorite was probably Black Temple because it's like themed well and it's, the bosses are cool. My least favorite is Gruul's Lair because it is a straight line. There's like a single bend. There's only two bosses, and the bosses are a small Gron and a normal size Gron.
3: Variety
2: even like serpent shrine which was supposed to be like a big important one it's where you fight lady vosh i noticed that a lot of the bosses were so small or like just plain looking guys that i would accidentally cleave them and then like a huge pillar of light would shine i tell her like oh i guess that was the boss there was certainly like less pomp and circumstance to the bosses back
3: then it's The fact that you can one-shot them, probably, that makes them feel less like bosses, even though they don't necessarily Mm. look like big bosses, but yeah. That's
2: fair, yeah. But that was my week.
1: Wait, wait, I want to know, how well have you guys been navigating the fucking maze that is Black Temple? Because that shit, you have to go up and down random corridors that aren't on maps, unmarked doorways to get the fucking boss areas... Has it been easy?
2: Uh, it has not been easy because I have only done it probably twice before, and I was just an extra guy when, like, one of you guys was leading me, so the other day when I had to lead for the first time, she's like, where are we going? And I'm like, I don't fucking, I know there's a big floating face somewhere, uh, there's the hoe room, you fight Illidan eventually, <laughs>
1: Please tell me that when you got to Akama, you guys just stood around for like eight minutes being like, what do I have to do now?
2: It was one of those where we hit him, but he had a speech that he needed to finish. So like I blasted him and he fell over and then he got back up and he was like, you'll never understand this corruption in me at 1%. And then as soon as his speech was done, he turned around like, champion, I don't know what came off af- over me. It was really weird.
1: It's so funny because I've always been an anti-Akama stand. because as a young demon hunter, I enslaved him and took his soul, the Shade of Akama, which you fight in that raid, and I chose the Shade over the real Akama, and I imprisoned the real Akama in literally like a jail cell for all of eternity. It's kind of fucked.
2: Wow, that's really fucked up. That's going to come back to bite you. Slide Whistle's about to get canceled.
1: Oh, he already
3: was, honey. Wow.
2: But I'm tired of talking. My mouth hurts so much now. Immune, what did you do in the world of Warcraft?
3: Well, I was pretty busy in WoW this week. I did every kind of, like, weekly goal I've ever set aside for myself. I did PvP, I did Battlegrounds, I did 2s. I really enjoyed the Battlegrounds this week for some reason. And then we did a decent amount of Mythic Plus, we did all of our emissaries and dailies, all of that, so we kept definitely kept busy. A notable thing that happened for me this week is that my little pet thing that I've been raising in Old Doom went from being... It, it, it hatched now, so now I have to bring it around with me on my dailies and pet battle or
1: kill things. Hmm. My favorite thing is that immune... He said earlier he was really gung-ho for Battlegrounds. Like, you were bloodthirsty. You were like, oh my god, that was so fun. Let's do it again. And I was like, I mean, it was kind of fun. But, like, I guess I'll IQ myself again. Like, you were so excited to do it that I was like, yeah, let's do some more.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, traditionally, you're the king of the WoW Battlegrounds. So, I don't know what got into me this
1: last week, but I was just really enjoying them. It probably helps that we absolutely destroyed our battlegrounds we had games of uh temple of hot magoo wait temple of cop magoo hot magoo is the brawl name i think yeah i I was gonna say we had a few games of balls balls all caps and where we just absolutely destroyed the horde and normally i feel like my experience with balls is i probably lose that map 85 percent of the time but we won three games back to back to back where i had the ball for the entirety of the game in the middle And no one could kill me. Yeah, like, to the point, like, we got achievements for blanking them. Like, I literally only have one achievement left, and it's, like, win 100 Hot Magoo games or whatever. And I'm like, oh, well, how am I going to do that? Because it says I won three, when I've won probably, like, 25 on this character. So, like, that stat is probably broken, and that pisses Mm. me off.
3: But, yeah, I just did a bunch of every kind of WoW content
1: this week. How about you, Slide? I ran some Mythics. Um, I did my Call to Arms today. The weekly event this week is actually do four Mythic Dungeons. So you can get a heroic piece of loot from Ny'alotha. So I ran four freeholds back to back to back to back to back. As one does. It was like an hour and a half of my time. And I just fucking got pants that I can't even wear. They're useless to me. I have 470 pants on. I got 460 pants with no corruption, no stats. I was like, what is this? I have a Mythic 10 key to run this week. We ran a Mythic... It was a twelve last week, so I got some pretty good loot. Actually, out of my cash this week, I did get a tier three mix a tentacle spawn at my enemies, and I think it deals like twenty k over like ten seconds.
2: This is a piece of corrupted gear that does this.
1: Yeah, I think. It, oh, it's a ring. It's it's a ring. But the problem is the ring costs sixty five corruption, and my weapon costs fifty corruption. So I can't wear them at the same time or I literally will explode. So it's like, uh, and the problem is I don't want to have to cleanse anything because if I cleanse anything, things may be buffed or altered in the future. So I'm just kind of stuck with like, well, this ring's pretty cool, but if I wear it, I literally would just die in the spot. Mm-hmm. So I have it in my bag, just kind of waiting, hanging out.
2: Yeah. I still have my super ring just in my bag. Cause I'm like, I'm sure you'll be cool once I can manage to use you, but it's just been sitting there for weeks.
3: Speaking of eventually being able to use these, like, manageably, did you guys max out your capes this week and get the new appearance?
1: Wait, you mean last week, right? Because last week was the cape appearance when it turned from red to blue.
3: Yeah, yeah, sure, but we didn't talk about it last week because we didn't notice until this week, I guess.
1: Yeah, because how would I notice it? Everyone said, oh my god, the cape's so pretty. And I'm like, bitch, my cape is transmogged off because it was oogly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> i have not i don't even know if mine is red yet i've been so far behind on my cape so what that your be, cape
1: is totally red
2: i i haven't seen it in what forever because it's been up too. i literally don't even know that's how long it's been since i looked at that cape
1: you were pretty caught up with us like i think you're only like one upgrade behind probably
2: maybe well I'll have that fancy blue cape soon, but for right now, I'm also in the boat of, like, I don't know what my cape looks like. I turn that thing off instantly.
1: <laughs> we get this. It isn't just blue. It's, like, a like a constellation constellar blue. So, like, it's just, like, straight up, like, blue and silver, and there's, like, multiple constellations, like, sprinkled, like, throughout the cape. Hmm. It's something that like, I would imagine Algalon would wear if he was in current fashion status quo, and that, like... What two thousand six fashion status quo? He's, he's from Lich King.
2: Algolon was Lich King. I thought he was Mop. I'm I'm no, showing my balls on stream oh. here.
1: Uh, Elgolon the dragon is Mop. Algolon, the Observer from Olduwar is Lich King. See, ah, it's dumb that, the, that their I names see. so their names so similarly. It's stupid. But also in WoW, we had what I want to call the Mythic Plus from Hell. Oh no. Eh. So me and Immune decided that we were going to run a key very early Sunday morning, I believe it was. So, like, no one in the guild is on. They're all at church, praying the gay away. <laughs> and... <laughs> but so we had... I, I had a Mythic 12... No, a Mythic 11 Shrine of the Storms. Which is a pretty scary key to pug, only because tanks do not want to have to pug Mythic 11 Shrines. They're taking a lot of damage. It's depending on a lot of, like, their healers and DPS. And, like, if, if you don't know the group... Why would you risk your, your neck as a tank? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, probably just
3: because you have a fast Q. I mean, but in my opinion, as a healer, and tanks probably feel the same way, Shrine is usually one of the less preferred
1: ones to do. It's very easy to fuck up from the, like the, the players who you don't know. So, <laughs> like fools, we sought out and we pugged this Mythic 11 Shrine. And we had a tank who I thought i vetted out pretty well i saw that he had a 12 freehold done this season he had an 11 uh, shrine done as well oh my god this guy's already played in the season like he's good he's great and i called the group chill group completion only that way anybody coming in would know that this was not a serious beat the timer group it's just a hey let's don't leave stick around and like you know it'll be cool or whatever yeah so we get
3: this mage that joins and they post in chat saying like yeah i saw one of the requirements was to be chill and cool so i joined because i knew i met
1: them his name was literally coolies his name was coolies he was the coolest guy ever (laughs) so we ran this dungeon i got a tank the tank took how long like fucking like 30 minutes to join so this man gets into the dungeon and starts taking the most massive damage from the get-go. And we're like, what the fuck's up with this guy? What is he doing? He was not dodging any mechanic. He was taking a
3: lot of damage. He didn't understand how the Mythic 10 affix of the Obelisk worked at all. He didn't really even understand how anything was really working. He got hit by everything took a lot of damage. So we were like, has he actually tanked anything of this caliber?
1: Well, I checked his trinkets before that. And I saw that he was wearing two PvP trinkets that only affect enemy players. They don't really hey. affect enemy mobs at all. It's like cause enemy player to gain a shield that will absorb heals. Like no bosses do that. And so we literally we've how we probably died what like forty to like sixty times total on that on that death wow. counter because the tank just kept dying. I'm like, what's going on? Like, why isn't he mitigating? uh we literally drag our bodies through this fucking dungeon maybe like an hour and like 15 minutes later i mean it was called be chill for completion but i didn't know i was grabbing such a goober (laughs) tank
2: not that chill
1: and by the end of it the minute that the dungeon ends the mage was so fucking done the mage who said Hey, this group's called Choke Group. This is a cool group for me. The mage left Party the second we killed the Blast Boss, made a portal for himself, and teleported away. And because he left the group, we couldn't <laughs> use his portal. It was a conscious decision. He didn't decision. Even
2: GP, he ported, and then no, left. No, ex- yes,
1: yes. He left, he, he dropped group, and then made a portal that we could see and couldn't use. And used the portal and was gone. He didn't even loot the chest. He was going to wait for it to be mailed to him. It was that bad and took it that long the guy who said he was chill so then i check the, the raider io of the tank that i fucking invited to the group the highest dungeon that this death Knight had ever completed was actually a plus four waycrest a year and a half ago in season one whoa,
2: whoa what happened why was why did it look so different before
1: because my stupid ass was reading my own Raider I.O. score no. <laughs> and not his.
2: <laughs> oh. When I hovered over
1: his fucking name, I guess for some reason it was showing my, I was like, oh my god, a 12 freehold, two stars? I did that? That's pretty awesome. Like, that was hard for me to do. Like, obviously, <laughs> if he did this, he must was, he was have the chops to do this.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no
3: like, one when, when Sly told me this afterwards, uh, I, I just, like, shook my head, and I was like, man. Like, I, I thought it was funny, but I was also like, this also makes so much more sense that, like, he didn't know how anything worked,
1: and he also was not that good of a tank. Like, we got to the third boss of that dungeon, and he was like, do I have to kill this mob at the obelisk? And we're, all, five, all four of us were like, yes! It's the Aphex! If you don't kill him, he'll spawn at the end! And he was like, he'll spawn at the end? And I was like, what did I do? Who is this man? Like, what is he doing? How is he here? Why did I invite him? And it all fucking came together right at the end of the fucking dungeon. So that's what I did in WoW. I mean, I did say for completion, and I don't feel that bad that I gave a guy a lot of good loot. Think about it. Like at the end of the day, he ended up getting a fuckton of of titty rizidi. Is that what we're calling it, or is it titty ritty? Uh, bitch, titty ritty. It's titty ritty. Sorry, I gave him a lot of titty-ritty. He got a 465 gear. Like, that man is going to get a nice treasure trove of loot today as of reset. So it was kind of charity work, but it also, like, it hurt my soul. And the fact that we made that mage go from chill to, like, fuck y'all in an hour and 10 minutes. Oh, God. But, yep, that was my weekend while. Wow, and I guess now we can throw it to our girl, Garlina, and see what she's up to in the wild out there.
0: Your girl Growlina here once again, to give you your weekly dose of news. I'm here with Ganon Link, as we reflect on more artistic ventures. Gan, what area would you say has the best music?
3: I'm always partial to the Elowen Forest theme myself. A lot of time grinding out those quests in vanilla.
0: Ah, I see. You truly can't beat a nice classic tune such as that. So what would you say has the absolute worst music?
3: Probably Old Doom. It just never really vibes with me.
0: (laughs) So this current course probably doesn't have you excited then? Having to go there literally every day?
3: Let's just say I'm counting the days till Shadowlands.
0: Well, you stick to your gumption, Gan. And I can respect that. Until next time, it's been Growlina.
2: Thanks, Growl. That gave me ample opportunity to clean out the old ear holes.
3: Ooh, clean them ear holes out. Ow! Well, after that report from Growlina, I think we can talk about our raid progress, because we had a little bit of raid progress this week. We downed Heroic Ilgonoth, and we are officially 10 <gasps> out of 12 Heroic. Yeah, we did, actually.
2: What? We better be able to do that again, stat.
3: I think we might, Daddy's though. Daddy's got to get some stuff. Like, we, we've, like, progressively, like, cleared up to our progression boss in the first night, like, pretty consistently, I feel like.
1: It, it honestly wasn't that hard for the Greek to figure out. It's just the problem that we haven't seen that fight in like so long on normal. So it kind of was, you know, just like getting back into the the swing of things. Mm-hmm. That, that's the fight where we have to get on the side of the tentacles, right? No, that's carapace. That's carapace, right? Yep.
2: There was something about hitting specific adds. Oh, and yeah. And then his... he'll do like pie slices you have to stay out of. Like you said, the last time I fought him was the only time we've taken him down on normal. And that was about a month and some change ago.
1: Well, so then we're actually very close to getting down Carapace.
3: Yeah, so we got to the point at the end of the night last week in Raid where we finished our Outside phase of carapace of Nazoth and made it into the inner workings, and we got him down pretty far. We just ran out of time. So, this week, I feel like we'll very easily get it down, like maybe after a few pulls. So, I think we're almost to the end of this raid. And in the next few weeks, I think we'll be like
1: almost downing Nazoth. I think.
2: Ooh, a boy can hope.
1: Hopefully, we keep raiding afterwards because then we're gonna have a lot of empty time. Ta- Animal Crossing. Ooh, <laughs> maybe not.
2: <laughs> right r- right. as we near the ending, all we need are some of our strongest people. And then they all disappear to New Horizons <laughs> to plant trees.
1: Trees are very important here.
2: Not at Meany Mountain. Getting to get rid of all the trees. And neighbors will be like, hey, I want to move in. I'm a hamster. And I'll be like, get out of here. Wolves only on Meany Mountain.
1: You leave Apple alone. Sweet little hamster. But I have some excellent news for, well, I guess only if you're doing the Veil, if, if you're in Veil Eternal Blossoms while it's an assault vision, I have excellent news for you.
2: How oddly specific.
1: What is this news? Yeah, it's, uh, it's very specific, but you guys may know. When you have an assault up in that area, you have to go down into that dingy underground basement, that gross little temple of heathens, and you have that fucking alien boss you have to fucking kill, and you have to run fucking marathon man all the way back through all the bug people. It's fucking stupid, and it's horrendous. But what if I told you they finally fixed half of the problem? (sighs) And boy, did they. I got to see it firsthand this week. They fucking added, so once you kill the boss, a portal appears behind him, and you can click on the portal, and it takes you back to the entrance of the fucking terrible dungeon.
2: It's wild that that took them more than a month to be like, hmm, maybe they don't want to just walk through that thing again, because it wasn't even fighting the enemies that was the worst. It was like just the physical walking.
1: Yeah, like, you have to fucking run all the way back. And if you're in war mode, you better fucking hope that the guys coming past you don't want to fight. Otherwise, you're just adding, like, 15 minutes to your fucking time of fighting and flying back and fighting your way out again. And ugh. I, I hated it, honestly,
3: because, like, I would I would, like, attract every enemy on the way out. And it would just and they slow you. So I hate that. I hated that shit. So it was. I'm very happy with this change.
2: It's awful. But being who I am. I was like, I don't remember having to run out, but hey, <laughs> <I have> portals. <laughs> mage life.
1: Oh, yeah. You can just port out to fuck. Oh, you can just yep, port to I the can veil. Just go to veil. That's it. You know what? Fuck the DK. He's done. I'm going back to the mage. Fuck this. Actually, if he's a human mage, he gets the best of both worlds. So I go back to the mage and I race change and then I get everything I ever wanted. The rep grind. And the teleports. It's the best of both worlds. You stick them both together and you got yourself an Oreo deluxe. Is that what the lyrics were? Yep, that entire
2: show was about just procuring an Oreo deluxe. They won't sell them to Miley, whatever her fake last name was, but Hannah Montana can buy double-stuffed Oreos without an ID.
1: Yeehaw!
2: Okay, I need to say, during that joke, Cubbybub aggressively came up behind me, tapped me on the shoulder, and said, it's Miley Stewart.
1: Oh, it is Miley Stewart. Remember our (laughs) brother was like 45 years old on the show? (laughs)
2: Yeah, that man, he was like, this is my final episode, everyone. Everyone's like, oh, you're going to a different project? Nope, I'm 62 years old, I'm going (laughs) to (laughs) retire.
3: I'm actually older than Billy Ray. I'm Billy Ray's daddy.
2: I'm your grandpappy, Miley.
3: It's the best of both worlds. (laughs) You got the best of both worlds. So another exciting thing that happened this week is that
1: we got another excerpt from the new Shadowlands book. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. If you don't want to read it at your local Barnes and Nobles early, then get out of here. Because we're going to talk about this little baby page in the book we got. Also,
3: I just wanted to clear something up. I believe we said it was written by Christy Golden,
1: but I think Sly discovered earlier this week that it is, in fact, not. We're so fucking wrong. It's not Christy. Christy's too busy wearing for blizzard. It's some new lady who I don't know.
2: Oh, no. Do you know what? My heart skipped a beat for a moment because I thought it was the knack attack.
1: So yeah, it's not Christy Golden, it's actually Madeline Rowe, R-O-U-X. I'm assuming it's Rue, Rue, Ro Rue, Madeline Rue. Madeline Rue.
2: Uh,
1: feel bad that I thought it was Christy. Poor Madeline. She's like, no, it's know, me.
2: Do we know if Madeline Rue has written other fantasy novels? I know usually these companies get the same, like, three or four people to write all their extra fiction.
1: I'm assuming she has. It says here that she's a New York Times bestseller who is an Ovi, oh no. I can never say this word. Oh, no. i mean, say the word for me. Asylum series? That's close. I am going to say it out loud. She also has done Star Wars books. Oh, she's made contributions. There you go. Contributions to Star Wars, World of Warcraft, and Scary out there. So she's done some stuff before. What does that mean? I don't know.
3: She writes that nerd shit. But anyways, this little excerpt that we got is a little bit of insight into an interaction that involved... Anduin, back in Stormwind, with his advisors, Turalyon, and again.
2: And these boys are just having a super serious moment. <laughs> yeah,
3: because the king was being made aware of certain, I believe they were SI-7 members that had been sniped down, correct?
1: Yeah, they were shot by some arrows. Some Zandalari arrows. Yeah, <laughs>
3: Zandalari arrows, when they were, they didn't really say what mission they
1: were on, did it? Come on, they're not going to reveal that kind of information in the book. That's top secret information. The Horde might read it.
2: <laughs> Zakan just holding like a physical copy like, <laughs> Thral, you're never going to believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, got, I got Madeline Rue around my finger. She's <laughs> reporting on them.
3: <laughs> New York Times bestseller, man.
2: She she wrote Star Wars Battle of Takoon, or some nerd <laughs> shit.
3: I don't even know. She wrote the Asylum series, man. What's my favorite? Uh, <laughs> but anyway, anyways, um,
2: we're it, all huge fans <laughs> of Madeline Roo. <Rue. laughs>
1: uh, it kind of implied that the S.I. Seven was kind of trying to track Sylvanus, maybe. Or they were spying on Talanji? that was also very unclear. It, just, it was that seven of their bodies had washed up on the shore, basically, with a single arrow like, to their bodies. It, it didn't say where, did
3: it? You no, know, it did say. It did say that the dwarf that Anduin was inspecting had a single Zandalari arrow directly through his heart, so it was a very skilled kill
1: shot.
2: So Gen believes that it's Dark Rangers using Zandalari arrows for some strange reason.
1: I guess maybe the only reason would be confusion which it definitely would be causing if that is the case because yeah otherwise we don't really know why because remember sylvanas said fuck the horde and talanji wants sylvanas dead so why would her people be betraying her like that
3: yeah so
1: mm-hmm.
3: gen i believe also did bring forward the idea that talanji originally pledged herself to sylvanas not necessarily the horde so he was kind of implying that maybe the Xandalari people are still working with Sylvanas and her Dark Rangers wherever they may be.
1: I hate that idea. And that
3: better not fucking
1: be true.
2: Yeah, so in the earlier excerpt, we did get a Zandalari saying like, you will remember her. So there's at least some potentially in Sylvanas's employ.
3: But then uh, Turalyon and Anduin were kind of a little bit of a voice of reason here, and they were like, we can't be for sure whether or not that is what's happening. So they figured, eventually, the climax of this little segment that we got, Anduin basically decided to send out the rest of their forces to track down Sylvanas not having anything to do with Talonji because they still are at an armistice with the Horde in general so they don't want to infringe upon that but Turalyon and Anduin basically came to the agreement that they and the Horde both want to track down and bring Sylvanas
1: to justice which I can 100% get behind bring that fucking bitch home and send her to jail
2: well that's the part that has me worried Because at the end, it's like Anduin looked up to his tall, shiny friend, and he's like, Turalyon, I am making you the number one Sylvanas hunter, which means that bitch is catching a fresh arrow, and we'll- and he'll die, so we'll see him in the Shadowlands.
1: They, if that's what they fucking killed Turalyon, I'm going to be so upset. That man has been through literally, like, hundreds of thousands of years of war, and to be killed by one arrow would be so fucking shitty.
2: He and Uther are going to be our
1: pals in Bastion. Oh, don't fucking say that, man. Stop. Take it back.
2: That's what's going to
1: happen. <laughs> no, please. He, he had a whole arc of
2: taking out the Burning Legion, and now he did, so now he's just fresh arrow fodder. May his death inspire you to go join that faction.
1: Blech.
3: I do not prescribe to this, and I will not accept it until we are forced to
1: in Shadowlands.
2: <laughs> until dealing with his death is the pre-patch event for Shadowlands. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: the end of the fucking funeral. God damn it.
2: Ooh, mm. but you know what I can be on board with?
1: Ooh, I'm gonna guess premarital sex.
2: Mm, no, I love the Lord and believe that relationships should only be between consensual straight adults in a union before the Lord, and they should fuck between a sheet.
3: Ooh, it, it better not be any of those polyester cotton blends, though. You know the Lord would smite you down on sight. Egyptian mm-hmm. cotton, bitch.
2: But if we're not talking about touching, we're just talking about looking, then I'm all about this week's sexiest NPC of the week. Who is it this week? Ooh. Ooh, it looks like this week we get to have a dark, brooding man on our arm because it's Severus the
1: outcast (laughs) yeah maybe yeah maybe it is and if you find yourself asking who let us tell you so this is a rare npc in storm song valley and let me tell you he's so rare i haven't encountered him until literally like yesterday wait for real I yeah no slide yes that is true I had encountered him in the
3: past because I had personally done the the quest for the achievement where you kill all the rares so I had seen him before but I didn't really think anything of him until I encountered him with
1: slide earlier this week I've never seen him before until literally two days ago and when I saw him I was like what reference is this because this makes no sense
3: so slide got it first and he was like, "Oh my God, this is a reference." And then he turned to me, and, and I was like, well, "What is the reference?" And he was waiting for me to figure it out. So I look around, and I see that there are a bunch of dead bodies around him. And there's one that's Harold the Scarred. There's Ranald Flamehair, and Hermy the
1: Wise. Wait, where was Hermie at? I didn't see Hermy. Yeah, Her- Hermy the Wise was there. Was that three vi- three Vrakrul?
2: I I thought two they of were them just were Vrakrul.
1: No, two of them were Vrakrul. What was Hermy the Wise? So they were all Vrakrul? I believe so. Huh, I only saw two bodies. So even now I still haven't seen the whole piece of this rare setup.
2: We still got secrets to tell, bro.
1: <laughs> well,
3: anyways, it's it's a Harry Potter reference.
2: <laughs> it's a Harry Potter reference, everyone. Kick out the jam. Spin your party spinners. It's a Harry Potter reference.
1: Mmm, Harry Potter reference more like set. Sexy... Why did they give him, uh, like, should have just, like, bear claws for weapons? Like, not well, like, a wand or something. Like, why was he using his weird, sexy bear hands?
2: You obviously didn't read the eighth book that details server Snape's love of <laughs> martial weapons. And these, Mr. Potter,
3: are my claws. <laughs> 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 well, okay. So he does... Attack you with a bunch of spells that have like half blood in their name.
1: What? He does?
3: Yes.
2: It's interesting when he gets under 30%, he does actually just show the entirety of Harry (laughs) Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. He gets out, he goes to his cave, he pulls out a projector, he just shows the whole film.
1: That's so bizarre. How did I also miss that, too? I'm just so fucking blind out here. Yeah, you know, some say this is actually the most cost-effective
3: way to see a very high-quality definition, director's cut of
1: the Harry Potter films. (laughs) Man, just I, I just can't stop thinking about how sexy this black-robed man is. Even though we know his origin story, he's still so mysterious. And I just got to say, Ooh. my
3: wand is at least at half mass for Severus the outcast. Ooh. Ooh. Oh.
2: When levio. Oh my god,
1: he's so hot. <gasps> Expelliarmus. Show me his Patronus, it's a a cock.
2: Now if only I could get him in a threesome with the Winnie the Pooh reference over on the other side of Storm Song.
1: I don't think we should put them together, because when you fight Severus, he literally says, I was getting tired of goat meat. Is that mean he's going to eat the bears and the tiger and the, the rabbit from Winnie the Pooh?
2: No, he was just making sure you knew about his dietary restriction. that's Mm, nice. My stomach doesn't agree with goat meat. If you're going to take us to somewhere Mediterranean, I would reconsider.
3: (laughs) Okay, so somebody on Wowhead comments here says that the goat meat thing might be a reference to Aberforth Dumbledore, who had a weird fascination with goats.
1: That's a fucking stretch and a half if I ever heard it.
2: Uh, it sounds like a Harry Potter person,
1: though. Hey, I, I'll just take it for their word for here, I guess. Stop, stop. The fucking the guy says the werewolf hands are used as another obvious reference. Obvious, my ass. What's the obvious. fucking reference? Is it? Oh, he's wearing Lupin's Lupin's hands that he's getting. What? Where's the obvious reference at, Mister Wellhead Commenter?
2: He's obviously a reference to slughorn because there's a cow in the background of this photo and cows have horns
1: that's gotta be it you're fucking on to something man
2: <laughs> i'm pretty much a harry potter expert Woo!
1: and with that you guys have it severus outcast is our sexiest
3: NPC of the week Ooh-ee-ha. I will coat this one in goat meat and throw it at you the next time I fly by, Severus.
1: No, he was tired of goat meat. He wants, like, human boy meat or something. <laughs> I want boy butt. <laughs> oh, give, me, no. give me twink, this twinkling <laughs> butt. Anyway... before we get bad on this podcast uh it's time for our top two medium bottom boot of the week and i'm gonna start off with a big fat juicy bottom boot oh no
2: i don't want to hear
1: that what is it I was fucking hanging around the Dark Moon Fair on my day off Monday and I was like, "Oh man, I'm going to do some things I haven't done here before. Like I'm going to fucking go to the fucking rock concert, the Blightbore concert, and I'm going to get the rare two-handed appearance that is just a rock death metal guitar for my death night." Yeah. Oh, that's sick. Did you get it? So it's called Necromedes, and I go there. what's well, my, bo- my bottom boot. What do you think? It's <laughs> so that I go there.
2: I got it, and it was too rad.
1: <laughs> so I, I go there, and then there's, there's a drew there that says, "Hey man, in 45 minutes it starts. Don't waste your time. I'll hold it down here. You go do other stuff. And come back." And I was like, "Oh, that's nice of them." And he was correct; it was in 45 minutes. So I decided I was gonna go hang out at the fucking Dark Moon Fair Arcade, which we talked about but I don't think you've ever fucking tried out yet, right? I hadn't. Neither I. Well, let me tell you, don't waste your fucking time, because this shit is boring as fuck. It's so... Oh, no. Lame. It's so lame, and not only is it lame, the interface to work it is so boring. So, you just walk into this random forest clearing, and there's a mecha gnome next to a slot machine thing, and you put a token in the slot machine, and the token is good for the whole day, and you get to choose six different games or whatever the first game i did was minesweeper which if you lose minesweeper you literally just die like you just die then you have to corpse run back to your fucking corpse i was stuck behind that fucking fence because i don't know where i am everything's fucking black and white i've never i've never had that argument fair so i'm navigating an area that i can't fucking figure out and it took me like three minutes to get back to my body to play more shitty games that just sucked why do i want to play shell game (laughs) for no reward when I can go play show game for a fucking Azerite. Or for like some rep or something. Like in bar It didn't make any sense. Like I guess I'm glad. Kind of. That if you really really love these games. You can go play them. But also like. What's wrong with you if you want to go play these games instead of doing actual progression content? I I just don't get it. So it's probably for the future. So like next expansion
3: when we can't play Shell Game or like probably like three expansions from now or whatever. It'll be like a nostalgia
1: thing where we're like,
3: oh, hey, guys, don't you remember Shell Game? That was kind of fun.
1: Yeah, I guess maybe that's the thing, because every there's only the only game that wasn't like that was the Minesweeper game, but again, it's Minesweeper, so like I know how that game works. But the rest of it, it was just like, oh, show game. Oh, uh, you can play the unlocking the puzzle game where you have to do like the twisty ties. Now there is one game that I do like a lot. It's the Totem Shaman game, but I did it on my Shaman, so I've already beaten it before, so like, it's not that cool to me to do again. So I did I I, I literally did that for forty five minutes. I I walked around the real world and then I played fucking Dark Moon Fair arcade games. I went back to the, the Cauldron of Rock to get my sweet ass rock guitar, which to be fair, the odds of getting are extremely low. I go into the Cauldron of Rock. As the concert begins, there's nine alliance standing around. No, I'm in war mode. So I'm ready to fight. Like, I'm like, if Horcum in here, I'm going to fuck him up. The big skeleton man walks into the Cauldron of Rock and says, are you ready to fight? And I'm like, yeah, let's fight him. As we all go to fight him, all of a sudden his health bar gets grayed out and we can't hit him. We can't hit him, no. but it doesn't count. A horde rogue and druid had snuck in and tagged the boss. And I was like, oh, this is fine. We can kill them because we're in war mode. No, you can't. All of Darkmoon Fair, all of it is a sanctuary zone. I thought maybe this area wouldn't be because it's war mode. Like, why the hell not? And because these two tagged the boss over us seven, us seven idiots who just stood around and not did not try to speed tag the boss, we couldn't get anything out of it. We got literally nothing. No loot drop because they tagged it and it was gray tagged. Why the fuck is this boss only taggable by one faction? If you can't kill them in war mode, what's the point of having it taggable by one faction? It's just punishing. I wasted an hour playing arcade games and sitting around talking to druids for nothing. Yeah, I would never talk to a druid. (laughs)
2: Gross. Gross. (laughs) That's your problem there is you were talking to a druid.
1: (laughs) So that's my fucking bottom boot. Talking to a druid. What about you, Aaron? What's your TTBBMM of the week?
2: My bottom boot of the (gasps) week comes courtesy of the lightning thief herself, my cat, Persephone Jackson.
3: Oh no, no. What did she do?
2: She recently, she got on a shelf where I kept the BlizzCon 2018 little, like, gachapon toys. They were circles that represented. There were four Overwatch ones and then one for the other main four games. And I had them on a shelf, and I was like, oh, you want to play with them? That's fine. Like, I don't particularly care for them. I just have a full set, so that's why I keep them around. But I was like, you can can pick one and i'll pretend like ha 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 that's your favorite one and she goes and she looks past chromie i'm like well that hurts a little bit she looks past overwatch i'm like i don't know what you're doing over there does not even go for Karazim i was like no no forsakes sergeant hammer oh god who she going for for meme mouse
1: no not sarge no yes. sarge. I was, no <laughs> i was like me i mouse. was like you chose
2: meme mouse you nerd <laughs> and i scooped him back up i was like give me these back you don't deserve it with your <laughs> meme mouse ass
3: hey i don't know i love myself some meme mouse
2: your <laughs> your profile picture literally is you with the meme mouse hell yeah
1: God, if you didn't know Meme Mouse, just please look up Sarge Hearthstone, and he's like their promotional art for some fucking reason. I don't I don't get why.
2: I, and if you can, uh please look up the BlizzCon Sarge performer, the guy in costume, who's just six feet tall, just in the dark. Hey, it's me meme mouse.
3: I I, uh, I, I also think he's in my Twitter photo. So <laughs>
2: We currently have her on the bed, and we've been grilling her about her love of Meme Mouse and Sergeant Hammer. And she does not want to make a public statement, but the shame is apparent. But anyways, Immune, what was your TTBBMM?
3: So, I think I gotta break this bottom boot train and give our audience a little top toot! Thank goodness. So my top two this week is, as previously mentioned in the podcast, Blizzard listening, Blizzard delivering a fucking portal out of that fucking Pandaria (laughs) stupid mini dungeon thing that they make us do for these dailies. Because, okay, it like unnecessarily angered me when I had to run back through all those enemies that slowed me just to get out after completing my Nazal, It it made me so angry, because I remember when we first did one of these, it made it seem like if you went up the double staircase, there might be a portal at the top, but no, it's just nothingness, and then you're like, I guess I'll just leave now. So it's a lot down? and we're like, there should be a portal here, so Blizzard delivered, there's a portal there now, and I'm happy. Hell
1: fucking yeah.
2: All scary stories have a good end
1: at the end. Hell yeah. Well, with that, we're going to get out of here. We got raid real soon. I got to buy my shit. If you guys have any comments, questions, complaints, anything to send us, you can email us at donotrelentpod at gmail.com or tweet at us on Twitter at donotrelentpod. What about you guys? We're going to find you on the internet. You can find me.
3: Alex or immunization on Twitter at New Era Alex, or you can follow our podcast Instagram account at Do Not Relent on the Gram.
2: You can find me, Aaron the Human, at The Big A Cheesy on Twitter, and you can follow our literary musings at livejournal. Do Not Relent.com.
1: We're out of here. We'll see you, bitches, next week. And remember, another down! Do Not Relent! Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network representing US Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish.